the big wireless companies sold you an outdated plan tied to long-term contracts and mystery fees. Simple Mobile's different. You get a lightning-fast 4G LTE nationwide network with no contract ever. And keep the phone and number you love. Just text the word BYOP to 611611 to see if your phone is compatible. Simple Mobile. Out with the old, in with the simple. Standard text message and data rates may apply based on your mobile phone service. Please refer always to the privacy policy at simplemobile.com slash privacy policy and the terms and conditions at simplemobile.com slash terms and conditions. Hello, and welcome to Everyday Connection with your hosts, Rico Shields and Jean Victoria Norlock. Bringing your inner life to your everyday life. Welcome, everybody, to this August 13th, 2013 episode of Everyday Connection. I'm Rico Shields, and once again, way yonder to my left and forward a little bit, but the most over there somewhere, not left over, but left, Jean Victoria Norlock. How are you, Jean? I'm good, Rick. How are you? You're kind of choppy, so I might... I might end up calling in, but we'll see how it goes. Um, we've successfully completed our week of internet wonkiness. Yes. And, um, oh, George, the Joker, you know, I mean, really, at the end of the day, trying to get a message across to us, and we're not listening, so he's got to be, well, forceful. <laughs> and shut down our internet for a week until we figure it out. Yeah, well, isn't that, you know, what they, I think it was Abraham that I was loved by that they put it. They were like, and if you don't do anything about it, don't worry, it'll get bigger. <laughs> and it, it will. George is like, you know, yes. here, move in this direction, move in this. All right, all right, okay, not going to move. Well, you're going to keep moving in the way you're going because here, whack, your Internet's gone. So we should probably tell people what we're talking about. Um, interesting. Again, recognize communication issues <laughs> stem from much more than wacky technology. It comes back to, you know, not always being old enough yet to say what's in our heart without worrying about offending or upsetting or stressing the other person. Um, so apparently, at least possibly more than 90% of our listenership is, is – um, is podcast listens, and I think that Rick's probably had it in the back of his mind for a little bit, and I've had it in the back of my mind for for at least a month. But given that we have all these podcast listeners and guests from all over the world, that we should probably be doing a, a podcast show as opposed to a live radio show, um, just because it's what listeners want. They want to be able to listen when they listen. And our guests, we'd like to be able to accommodate the guests in India and because um, they have a rolling blackout in certain parts of India for their hydro. So we have to stick them in when their hydro's on. When, so when the electricity's on, it helps. And, when and, the electricity's uh, on, yeah. yeah. Or like and, um, from the U.K. even, where it's 2, 2 a.m. at showtime. Right, right. So Rick and I have decided, after not talking about this... <laughs> And then having our internet shut down and being forced 
to talk about it as an option because really that's what last week um, accumulated in was that we had this, you know, cumulative effect of all this stuff backing up and now we have shows that we we have guests that we've scheduled, we got to get them in and uh, blah, 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 blah. and we just finally decided that, yeah, if we're going to initiate a transition over to blog talk format, which will not affect our listeners at all, but will probably... I mean, it'll affect our listeners very little. We do have some diehards that make it to the chat room, um, but you guys have us on Facebook as well. So we encourage you to stay involved on the Facebook fan page and on, you know, friend Rick and I, and we will like stay in communication with you that way. And um, we're gonna, it'll be a two-month period where we're working on the transition, and we'll let you know how that's going. But um, we've started giving guests a heads up now, and I think we're looking at October for a transition to be over to blog talk or not to over to podcast, podcast format, format as opposed to yeah Which, podcast format as opposed to live radio at this point i don't know that we're we're moving from blog talk so i don't think that any of those sorts of where would you find us in in back episodes yeah. and you know if you don't like our website for some reason um and, and you go straight to blog talk i think we'll still be there uh we will certainly still be on itunes we'll we'll uh if there's address changes or any inconveniences for you guys, the listeners, we'll uh, try to minimize them and let you know well in advance. Um, but but it is true. We we, uh, now we we get folks in the chat room and occasionally get in a lively chat room, and that's fun. Yeah. Uh, and and I, I, I hate to miss those lively ones, but we, we may go 10 shows between lively chat rooms. And it's not, right. this is nothing against, you know, this is not about, you guys don't show up to listen live, so we're just not going to do it live. It's, um, it's the... It's actually, for, for me, it's about the quality guests um, that I want to bring our listeners. We have this amazingly dedicated listenership. Um, our listenership continues to grow, stays ridiculously steady. I Over 800 listeners on a week when we didn't even put out a show. Um, which means you guys are listening to the archives. And, and that, to me, is like a, a huge like confirmation that we made the right decision because we those numbers after we had decided to do this. But really, for me, it's about you guys are missing some freaking amazing people. I've had like four amazing, game-changing people from India that I could not get on the show because of the rolling blackout and the times and... and um, uh, you know, I mean, we're getting people in the Andes and... and I want to bring those guests to you. I want to be able to – our whole purpose for this show originally was to be able to bring you guys the people that you never hear about. And we want to be able to do that, but we want to do, be able to do it on a global scale. So we need to be able to accommodate their time slots. And we know that you can find us on iTunes and that you can find us as podcasts or our listeners. And for us, it's about getting you the, the guests that we want to be able to get you. So that's, you know, it's a high priority on our list. And um, we want to keep the quality of the show as, as, although as light and fun as we possibly can, but as as good for the soul as we can, too. You know what I mean? Like, And the variety needs to be there. So... That's what we're doing, and we'll let you know as it goes on. And in the meantime, while all that's going on, I'm having the coolest night because I am doing my first show in the Phoenix Art Studio. It is that's right. open. It is it's not finished, but it's open. It's not finished, but uh, but it's open doors, it's open. especially for tonight. Yeah. And uh, yeah, uh, I want to give a shout out to uh, 
uh, Rob and Luis at uh, Jade Forest Internet uh, because uh, I was under the impression I might be at their offices because when this whole thing of last week showed up uh, where the Internet just we couldn't either one of us really and certainly I couldn't carry the show um, and and we just Thursday night we just gave up after about two minutes. It was like forget it. Tuesday night was Tuesday night was horrible. If if you all heard that recording before I got it deleted, I apologize. We are uh, sorry. And, um, but the guys from Jade Forest it just jumped right up and said, "Listen, come down to it at the office because at their offices, of course, is where their main connection is." And and um, uh, so there's really great bandwidth there. But we now have really just awesome uh, bandwidth right here at the Pisces house. So yep. she's in the totally Phoenix Nest up. and I'm in the Angel's Cradle. And um uh, what what a combination, you know. And um It's 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 crazy, you know. I mean, um wow. Like whole whack of stuff had to hit me in the head to get us to this point. Had to hit us both in the head to get us to this point. Uh, but for me to be actually sitting in this room doing the show is like I'm kind of in awe, kind of in awe because in well since I started working independently since I left the restaurant I've been working for four years out of living rooms, um, bedrooms, patios. Like, really, I've never had an office. Just put her I've in never had. Yeah, right. Like I'm painting literally wherever I can. I've got one painting on our living room wall because it's a mural and it needs to be up there. People who know my Facebook have seen it. It's massive, but it needs to be up on a wall. Uh, I've never had a space. I've never had a space that I could create in. I've never had a space that's mine. You know, the rest of the house doesn't go into it. There's, it's, it's mine. It's purely mine, and it's purely designed to inspire creation. so this to me is a huge, huge step in the right direction for all of us because, I mean, we came to the conclusion of blog talk. You finally found a happy space where you're in the Pegasus house. It's cool. Things are working out for you. And it's all good. And I just want to, I guess, take a moment of gratitude for that, that, you know, after everything we've been through for the last three years, holy shit, here we are, moving on, moving up. Yeah, and I would say that we've learned that we should always express our ideas, however off the wall they might seem to each other, and so we're always going to do that in the future. Would love to say that, yeah. but you know, it's got that little humidity thing in there, so yeah, you never know. We're still growing, and, we're still learning. And, and besides, George works, you know, interesting little adventures for us, and and our guests last Absolutely. week were folks that Gene knows, and so we didn't upset anybody, and. Um, Yamila, that our Wednesday guest was, she has to come from, down from her to the come down the mountain to where the internet is. The internet does not, you know, it's not the mountain and Muhammad thing. So and uh, right. Um, so it just those three guests in particular it works out. So we're working on uh, getting them scheduled in to be uh, some of the first ones that we record. So. Um, yeah, it's going to be fun. Transition be, is good. Transition be a big is good, and absolutely, and We've we love that because who knows what's coming next? Well, other places I have before a, I have blog a, talk, and we'll be absolutely more places. It, it will give us a lot more flexibility on where the show can appear too. So absolutely, could be some and how else is there? Yeah, 
Yeah, absolutely. I mean, you you never know. Now we're in a position with um, a studio on one end and hopefully what is going to be at least a temporary studio on the other end that's functioning perfectly. Um, there could be some surprises in the making, you know. So who knows? Who knows? All I do know, though, is that this night that I'm sitting in the Phoenix Nest for the first time and just kind of having another one of my holy crap moments that this this is my life that this is what I've been gifted with um and oh my goodness I'm so blessed that this has been my adventure we have a woman as a guest tonight who lives and breathes that every day and it's it's in her name it's in her face it's in it's in honestly I've been emailing her it's in her community I don't know how, how she does it but it's like her she just exudes from the, the letters from the page and it's it's not even particularly that she says anything in a particular way it's just her energy is so joyous and gratitude filled that it just like I fell in love with her the first second I communicated with her and I couldn't wait to get her on the show and we have her tonight and what a wonderful way to kick off my first night in the in the studio I can't think of a better guest to actually to celebrate that with. So bring her on and celebrate. Am I on? <laughs> you are. Well, thank you, Jean. That was such a wonderful introduction. And I, I'm so delighted to be on tonight with you and Rick. I'm a little nervous, but, you know, I'm excited because... You know, it's always great to meet people that are just so filled with life and light and love, and I can feel that from both of you. So I'm delighted. Well, you know, <laughs> we have our human moments, <laughs> but um, but, and I think that's I think that's it, right? And I think that's one of the things that I'm, I'm want to talk to you about tonight because of what you do. And because of the life that you've lived, I think that you're probably one of the best guests we could have that conversation with about this human element to us and and how to find the balance between seeing the things in life really just cause us angst, you know, where we have to set our boundaries and say, okay, enough is enough, but to still be able to do that with ease and grace. And I think it's a learning thing. I think it's something that takes years of, you know, kind of working yourself um and it really has nothing to do with anybody else it's all about you but i'd love to hear your perspective on that but first (laughs) miss joy foster your name um i need to know one thing well two things actually who on earth are you and what do you do who am i i am a divine being going through a human experience and I am a student of the I am, and I'm retired, and I'm trying to allow God's light to through me so that I can help other people, and I do it from my home since I am retired uh, through, the, through the Internet. So So awesome. So that's what, and what you're, mm-hmm. you've had a really full life. Um, you know, I mean, look at your pictures, and and you've you're no spring chicken, but oh my goodness, are you full of energy? So oh, I know that. 
<laughs> well, we can't all be spring like, chickens because, you know, spring was getting full. Right. So. We, 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 we need some bums. We need some moms and some gram- grandmas in the world that we can go to, to to say, you know, okay, where did the journey start for you and how did that go? Because uh, some of us out there are still in our infancy, really, in this lifetime. And, and we're really looking to people who have lived, I mean, really lived, and you've lived. <laughs> you've done some really cool stuff. And um, we're looking to people like that to be able to, you know, tell us that it's okay, that we can have those human moments. Absolutely. So, you know, Absolutely. How, how did it, how did it start for you? Where, you know, is were you born with this attitude, or did it just? It's a growing. It's a it's a learning experience, as I know you and Rick both know. You know, you have to take your lumps and bumps in life. I mean, you know, um, for me, I've I've always been, uh, since I was a little girl, I've always been a very adventurous soul and uh, um, always willing to try new things. And, of course, uh, in the trying, a lot of times I fail and uh, still have failures. But, you know, you're never really a failure as long as you get up. So I try a lot of different things. But I've always wanted to be of service to people, you know. And uh, um, I have done my very best to do that throughout my life, uh, even though I've never been a, Some people can stay on a job for their whole life. I never was that kind of a person. I've always done a lot of different things in my life. And, you know, when something works, I'd stick with it for a while, then I'm on to something else. But I would say that for me, the greatest key was when I found the I am activity the I am knowledge when found about found out about my own divine presence of God, the I am in me and I begin to practice the knowledge that I found, it has changed my life. It has really changed my life. And it's helped me so much to let go of a lot of things that were binding me up in terms of the human self. I still have a long way to go of course, but I'm certainly not the woman that I used to be in terms of a lot of personal things. Okay, well, if I if I may ask, because you're, I'm looking at your bio and you've got listed you're a minister, a spiritual teacher, a writer, a speaker, a sport storyteller. Um, you've done some amazing stuff. You you've spoken in some incredible places. I mean, to speak for the National Negro Women's Council, um, that's sweetie, that's pretty big. That's you know, I mean, the Smithsonian Institute, the Museum of Science. Girl, you've been around the place, and how did you get from minister to the I am? And, I mean, are are you a minister of I am, or are you a minister who's managed to blend the the truth behind the Christian teachings with the concept of I am? Because I'm pretty sure that's what Jesus was trying to tell us anyways. You know, I mean, how did that happen for you? I'm really curious because I know my story. I want to know yours, you know, like. I understand. Well, you know what, Jean, I'm going to tell you, I'm going to be very open and try to give you a kind of a snapshot. You know, I I was born, before I was born, actually, I think uh, is where it started for me because my mother and father were married uh, 25 years when, when my mother found that she was pregnant with me. 
And what it was is that they were both uh, painters and paper hangers. And my mother thought she was going through the change of life because she was in her late 40s and my dad was in his middle 50s. And this was back in the 1940s, so they were considered old. But at any rate, uh, my mother went to the doctor and found out she was pregnant, and the doctor told her that she had to have an abortion right away. And uh, if she didn't, she was going to die, and I was going to die too. Well, she saw three other doctors, and they all said the same thing, that she had to abort me, and she had to, or else she was going to die. And I would too. And so she and my father decided that they were just going to pray, pray me through. And so my mother said she kept her hands on her stomach the whole time that I was, you know, uh, that I was developing. And she and my father prayed and prayed and prayed and prayed. And so uh, I did make it through. Uh, I was premature, but I lived through that. And from the time I was a little kid, I don't know, just something, you know, spiritual, spiritual, something very spiritually deep in me. Uh, when I was uh, four years old, my brother was having, it was his first day of school. And uh, I remember it so well because I, cr- I was crying because I wanted to go to school with him. He was a year older than me. And we went out. My mother sent me out in the backyard to play. And I was uh, sitting in the, sitting down in the dirt playing, making mud pies. And I looked up and I saw a vision of myself dressed in white as an adult standing under this huge tree, and I was using my hands. And before me, there were people smiling, and they had their their legs crossed, and they were smiling, and the grass was very green. And then it faded. It faded from me. But I had seen that, that same vision four times in my life, actually three times through me, and then one time it came through a man that, that I had met and talked with. But to make a long story short, I realized at a very early age that my mission really was spiritual. And that really has, the dream has followed me all of my life and I've followed it. That's why I've done so many different things, trying to find out what it was exactly that the Lord was calling me to do. You're the first guest we've had on the show who follows the I am philosophy that still uses the term the the Lord. Um, I find that rather humbling in that you have managed to do what many of us have struggled (laughs) for years to do, which is to marry your understanding of spiritual belief in, in how you were raised probably in your family and society with with what your inner understanding is of it and I find that just astounding cuz I still struggle and awesome with it. I even and amazing yeah absolutely um I still struggle with it I was raised catholic and then christian which yes okay they're the same thing some say <laughs> um you said you said but, um I was yeah, I was raised Catholic and then and then my mom left the Catholic Church for she she oh. had some crazy reasons um for doing so. But you know, she still maintained the the Bible teachings and the mm-hmm. the Christian upbringing. So when I first stumbled onto this I am um understanding 
and life took me down that path. Um, it took me a while to to acclimatize myself to the realization that this it was the same teaching um, that's in the Sermon on the Mount as as is being taught now through so many different channels, and, and none of them are, are calling themselves Christian. I, I'm just, before we allow you to go any further, I just want to say that that has a lot of meaning for me, that there's somebody who has successfully lived her life in such a state of gratitude and giving um, and has managed to balance those two understandings and do it successfully because that indicates to me that I can and that I will and that... Absolutely. uh, Jean, I I have to say this. I I don't take any credit. And I really, I'm I'm feeling a little funny when you say you because it's not me, okay? I, I mean, of myself, I can do nothing. It's not me. It's the I am, okay, that has helped me so much. And when I came to really understand this knowledge and study those books, like I'm not a member of a group. I've just studied on my own, just on my own for the last 30 years. But I'm going to tell you something. When I came to understand this knowledge, then I began to realize that the Bible and the books teach the same thing. It's just that the understanding is so clear through the I am knowledge. It made it so clear to me. You know, whether we see the Lord, I am, Buddha, Jesus, whatever name you want to call this divine presence, okay, it is. It is. And it, it's it's all powerful. It's the greatest source in the universe. And we are all connected to it. We have an individualized presence. You know, we each one of us does. So when we understand and we come to know that, then we understand that, hey, wherever we are, God is. so true and it, it it's a bigger deal for me than uh, uh you know gene brings up often you know i was brought up catholic da, 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 da. Uh, i was brought up in a uh, christian church i was brought up in the, in the baptist church the southern baptist church and uh, or as i i used to say when i was a teenager we don't drink we don't dance we don't have no good time <laughs> Um, I was going to say, poor bugger. And and it really, it it was a stunning uh, recognition for me because I went away from all of that. But I began as, um, right on up through my teenage years, I wanted to be a minister. Uh, I wanted to be a youth minister, but I wanted to be a minister. And so, but being the sort that I am, um, I was really digging deep and, you know, uh, looking at stuff in Greek and looking at, and, 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 and I just kept, I couldn't, by the end, I couldn't put the two together in, in my mind or my heart, the, what I was reading and, and what was being said, uh, uh, you know, on some national level, and um, and of course the the uh, Southern Baptist Convention went on to uh, have big, huge fights, and you know, it is this way and it isn't that way, and 
and you can't be like you, you have to be like them and you have and 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 it was such a demonstration to me of how the 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 message which is in 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 my opinion uh Jesus whole message was I I am and you are too. Absolutely. It, it was not I am therefore all of you people bow down. Right, you're absolutely right. <laughs> he never did that. He never did that. Right. You're so right. You are so hit the nail on the head. You know, because see, we have to understand a lot of the uh holy books. So, you know, I mean, I'm sure there's they're still holy because there's still enough light there that people can grasp it. But we have to realize that much of this knowledge has been contaminated by human thought. Okay? And a lot of the human thought has taken you out of the picture because they don't want you to realize that God is in you and that the I am, when you say I am, you're using the most powerful force in the universe because it is your own divine presence of God individualized in you as you. They don't want you to know that because when you know that, then you don't have to bow down to them. And I think that's one of the big issues today. Things are changing now. People are becoming aware. They've awakened to understand who they are, and they are they are divine beings. We're all divine beings. Each one of us has a special mission that we that we are here to fulfill in order to bring about the brotherhood of mankind. That's what I think. I uh, I couldn't agree more. You know, I mean, it was it was shocking for me to go back and read the Bible and understand it in a different way, but. Things in it made so much more sense after this journey that I've taken. It, you know, I mean, Moses comes down, or Moses goes up and asks God, "What do I, what do I call you?" Mm-hmm. And God's answer is, "I am." Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I, you know, I. Never got that when I was younger. I nobody that I went to church with understood. I don't think the full impact of that one little statement in the yeah. Bible, one little tiny conversation, piece of conversation, and you know, I, the significance of that alone is is massive, and Absolutely. it it sometimes astounds me that I missed it, but. At the same time, me missing it for so many years allowed me the the confusion, I guess. It it gave me the the state of confusion that I needed to inspire me to go out and search for the commonality between all these different belief systems and religions. And that's, that's what started my personal journey was I wanted to find the commonalities because I understood I understood on a deep level they were there but I wasn't seeing them. It wasn't it wasn't being taught to me or showed to me so I had to go find it. Um Yeah, it's the same for me. It was the same for me because you know I uh you know I've always been a thinker. I'm I'm not a person who show me, let me test it. If it's true, let me test it. I'll find out, okay? And I just, you know, on some level in my life like, I, I grew up in the Baptist church, too. Okay, Methodist church, several other ones. But I was always searching, too, until I found the I am. Because I never felt like the knowledge that I was being given was the truth. Okay? Because I it's hard for me to believe that we're old, dirty rag, going to die and go to hell. I just don't believe that. And <laughs> I know that's not true, you know? 
But, you know, people when people begin to realize their own divinity, when they can understand who they are and they know how to draw that power out through their thinking, through their thoughts, their words, their, their feeling nature, then they'll be able to manifest whatever it is they need when they need it because God is in them. We have the divine presence, the I am, is above us and attached to us, and it's light. It's slowing down through the top of our head and is anchored right in the heart. Don't let me get started. <laughs> Sorry. Oh, we, we, Please, we love get started. We love getting started around here. <laughs> Sorry, I, I just um, get excited about it, you know. It, it's really exciting. Well, we, it's exciting stuff. We do, too. We do, too, because you were listening at the beginning of the show, and you probably heard us reference George several times. Yeah. Now, George was the name given to me because when I started writing, I was like, I can't call you God because I'm writing about different religions, different belief systems, different everything, different understandings, and I know that you're all the same, so it don't matter to me what I'm going to call you, but I can't call you God because it just doesn't work for some people. Yeah. You know, they get confused. So what do I call you? And I was told George. And it makes sense to me in my understanding now because it came to me later in the day through a friend of mine. The answer came that it's curious, George, because the only reason spirit would ever come into physical is so that it experience everything. That's the whole purpose of physical physical manifestation of spirit is to experience, to live. And in order to do that, that spirit has to be the most curious, want to know what it's like spirit. You know what I mean? Like it's, yeah, it's just a, so it's curious, George. And whenever we reference George, that is us recognizing that, you know, this studio is a gift of that. I am this studio, this show, this, you know, you being here tonight, that's a gift of that. I am. And so. I'm sorry. Are you there? Yeah, yeah, it's just, it's exciting, it's so, so we agree, it is exciting. And, and you know, Rick, I, I have to tell you, too, when I saw that you were in Costa Rica, Yeah. I thought about back, uh, oh, God, it's been like 20 years, 25, 30 years ago, I came across the, um, I think his name, last name is Zelski or something, I can't remember his last name, but uh, they he he was the man who translated the books on the Essenes. Do you know who I'm talking about? He's, they used to have um they used oh, to have yeah I think I do now and now I can't call his name either. Uh, I think it's Cordell Zelsky or something, uh, Doctor Zelsky or something like that. But but I thought about them because when I saw that you were from Costa Rica, I know they used to be located there. And I had come across many, many years ago, I came across his book, and he had these um, seven uh, invocations. There were seven angels of the day and seven angels of the night. And you would practice these invocations. And I started to practice them, you know. And it got to the point that the angels would touch my cheek in the morning to wake me up. Mm. Awesome. I I actually am a Texan. I um, am a recent transplant here to Costa Rica. Oh, okay. Um, uh, but uh, um, I I think I know who you're talking about, and it does. It's got a ski in it, um, and um, uh, but it's 
I, I went through a period of studying uh, studying up everything I could find on the Essenes uh, people okay. uh, as well, and uh, didn't it wasn't recognizing any kind of connection. I I do kind of like the fact that I can say I I, I live in a country that abolished its military. Oh, in nineteen forty nine they said, Yeah, we're not gonna play that game anymore and they've their neighbors have tried to start wars with them. Really? And um uh Nicaragua tried uh at times and um at once just started taking, you know, territory and um uh, brought their military right up to the front and you know, there's lots of saber rattling and all that and Costa Rica said, Yeah, we don't we don't do that. And they came to the international court in Geneva and got a ruling in their favor. And the Nicaraguans moved their army out and went back to the lines that, that were supposed to be. And um, uh, so it is sort of like the, they, they, you know, some you, you might hear in the news of a country that, you know, they went to the international court and got a ruling, but then it happened so their two militaries are still positioned across a line from each other. Well, but, see, they started with two militaries that way. The C Costa Ricans, since 1949, have had no military, so they don't start that way. They just say, look, we don't, we understand, we don't, we're not going to do that shooting thing, but that's, you're taking our land. That's, my uncle lives there. You've got to go. Yeah. And, um, um, it seems rather I am centric to me, because the more that I learn, the less that I want to fight with anybody about anything. Yes. And oh. and and the more that I can see, you know, the benefit in everybody's position. Mm-hmm. You know the uh, the uh, I am teaching teach us that uh, the ascended masters teach us that the key is harmony. It's to be in harmony because it's in the feeling. The feeling nature is uh, the power that we have. And most people think it's thought. But the first place that we feel that we have uh, an action is in our feeling nature. And when we can learn to be in harmony, to stay in harmony, then we have the universe, the power of the universe, at our beck and call because we can call forth whatever we need or, you know, whatever is needed for the situation, and it will manifest. I'm so glad you brought that up because so many people miss that. And I think it's really important that, you know, we kind of stress that power that feeling has and why We've been gifted with this amazing ability to feel so deeply. I think it has a lot to do with what is, is kind of our, you know, is to allow us to to know what we're focusing our attention on. That's why our feelings can be so strong and powerful. Um, you know, I, I remember watching a video on uh, a, an indigenous elder showing somebody how to make it rain um, and, and simply... Mm -hmm explained that the, the simplest method of, of doing it that he had been taught and that he was using and that many indigenous people still use today is to make it rain, they simply go out, stand outside and feel 
imagine the rain on their face. They feel what wow. it would be like. They smell, right? And so they, wow. they get the smell into them, and they, they smell the dampness in the air, and they really feel, yeah. and if they want a storm, they feel the electricity in the air, yeah. the tingling that you sometimes feel on a stormy night. Um, and and it, it's so silly because it was such a simple video, but it really clicked for me. It, that was kind of one of my aha moments where I was looking at it and I was going, oh, I yeah. get it. Right. <laughs> right. All those things but, of you got to get the feeling place of it. And yeah. It suddenly true. made sense. Yeah. It did. Well, no, it, um, in the secret, they never talked about that. Oh, it's so <laughs> Right? You know, I. Um, it is. I had uh, actually about a month ago, about a month or so ago, I started thinking about this book that I had. 35 years ago. I can't keep going back, but a long time ago. And this marvelous book, it was a book on um, these women um, who were uh, very sacred, spiritual women. And, you know, and this woman that wrote the book, she told different experiences that they had. But at any rate, I was longing for that book, and I couldn't remember the name of it, but I could remember the cover. And so I started about three weeks ago, I started just feeling that book in my hand and seeing, I could see the picture, the face, okay? And I started going to all these little bookstores, these little thrift shops all around looking for that book. And you know, about a week ago, I went in the store and I'm going through these books and it fell right into my hand. feeling see it's so powerful and and yet we have this we have this love hate relationship with our emotions yeah <laughs> our emotions are our greatest our greatest gift uh, the most powerful tool that we have as physical human beings is emotion and yet we Love it, we hate it. We love it, we hate it. We love it, we hate it. We fight with it. We struggle with it. We we wrestle them to the ground sometimes because we think that's what we have to do to be good and pure and and holy and divine. And that's BS. Um, out of respect for you, I'm not going to use the whole term, but it is. Uh, it, it, it's BS. We we were getting those feelings as gauges. We were giving those feelings so that we can create for ourselves the lives that we want and so that we can recognize what within ourselves and within our lives and within our world that we don't want so that we can choose where to put our focus and our energy and our time. For that reason and that reason alone, we should embrace them. We should embrace all of our emotions, even the ones that aren't always so pretty. We need to embrace them because they can bring us to moments of clarity. Um, I don't often talk about fighting with my husband on the show because I don't fight with my husband. But today we have massive, massive blow up, like hung up the phone blow up. We've never done that in three years. It has never happened. But out of that conversation, and I let our listeners know that we have, of course, made up and he's, you know, trucking on the road being a happy demon that he is. Um, and we're back to where we were before we had the blow up. But I'm in the studio and that would not have happened today. For this show, if not for that 
disgruntled argument that we had this afternoon. Um, so even the emotions that suck or that we think suck are good if we can detach from them long enough to look at them with perspective. Well, I, I think, you know, um, for me, okay, I can't speak for anybody else, but my my understanding is that we have to draw down enough light, okay, which I do through decreeing, until we reach the point where nothing can disturb the peace, the harmony, okay? I mean, it's not saying that you're weak because you're harmonious. I don't think, you know, it's that. For me, you know, I, I want to, get, I don't have to, quite frankly, have to argue with anybody about anything because I... <laughs> That's the knowledge that I have been given, okay, that, you know, when you reach that certain point, harmony, be at so, so at peace with all life, you don't need to argue about anything. You don't need, the, the need is not there because the vibration is so powerful around you and within you and coming through you that it's not necessary for you to raise your that's what I I fully agree and that's how the whole thing ended up ending is that I took it back and went what am I doing <laughs> what, 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 how did we get here what am I doing yeah exactly um, and, and I'm grateful for, for the journey that's taken me to be able to get that to that point, knowing that I have still so much further to go, but grateful for the fact that I'm at the point in my life for it now where I can take a step back from that and go, oh, that's what that was about, um, and not have residual anger left over. I feel no animosity or anger towards him right oh. now at all. And I didn't, I think, like 10 minutes after the conversation, you know what I mean? Like, it, it's gone. It was just I had a switchover instant to gratitude and appreciation for everything that is, everything that I have, everything that we've managed to accomplish together. And the switchover was so quick that I see it where the the arguments are not going to happen because they're so already few and far between. Like I said, three years that we've never had a blow-up argument. I think we're doing pretty good for a young couple. <laughs> um, that's part of our growth because I, I, I haven't reached that point where I don't get mad, okay? I haven't reached that point either. All right. Sometimes I I'm very I have little patience, and I'm really working on that. I'm not a very patient person, okay. And I I recognize that in myself because sometimes oh I, like with the computer when I'm trying to do something and it doesn't work oh I could just blow up you know there's nobody here but me. But you know I recognize that in myself. You know it's like what you were saying. We we're talking about the human self. I still have a lot of human in me. Okay, I think uh, what you're speaking of is our human self. When we can transcend that and allow totally the divine self to come forth, then I think what will happen is that we will be able to do what Jesus did, okay, because we all have the power to do what Jesus did in greater things. Amen. Amen. And um, it, it it does, it it. I'm I'm learning. It's a it's a learning process. It's a journeying process. But I'm learning to 
I can't always I can't always see it when I stop, but I but I I I'm I'm getting better, getting pretty good at the stopping and and going. Wait a minute, this is not who I am and how I want to be. What what's going on here? What's really going on here? And uh, to me, that's huge progress because it's that ability to stop that train because I. I can get those trains running. Computers are one of them for me. I'm I'm a electronics tech somewhere in, inside here, and but boy, that thing's not doing what I'm telling it to do, and it's not doing it right now. I ooh, <clears throat> we're gonna come to blows, you and me, and 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 and. It, but the clarity's always right there. You just kind of have to stop that, you know, because boy, that I got that train. Lubricated and running well in my life. Yeah, we do, we do, we all do, don't we? I mean, you know, it's a it's a growing experience. You know, I, I had um I learned studied under a very great spiritual. She was um, a New Thought teacher, Doctor Reverend Doctor Johnny Coleman. You know, and she said, you know, you have to grow according to your own level of understanding, and that's the truth. Because you know, we're all on different gradations. You know. I know I have still have a long way to go, and I think most of us do. Most We're of us that are. Yeah, well, absolutely. Most of us that are being honest about it. But, you know, I think the different gradations are there for a reason. I, our diversity, the, the, the diversity of the physicality on this planet is mind-boggling. Mind-boggling, and only, only an infinitely expansive, creative source could have ever come up with this. And if an infinitely expansive creative entity decided that this is how it wanted to express itself, it had to have done it for a reason. So our diversity is again one of our biggest gifts. Oh, it's wonderful. It's such a joy to yeah. be able to expand out into the world and to learn from all these different people that we're now able to communicate with because they come from different places and they've seen different things and they've had different experiences. And it's fascinating. And it's it just reminds me of how amazing that I am is the core of that the core of all that is like wow yeah it's wow seven billion different roads and they're all headed home it 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 uh, it, it is it's mind-boggling it's um my heart seems to understand it but my brain's boggled yeah. Well, you know what, and that and that brings me to the point too. Uh, that's why you know I don't understand when somebody says there's only one way. Come on now, are you telling me all these billions of people are if they don't believe like you do, then they're all gonna die and go to hell? Okay, I don't believe that. I mean, you know, there's like you said, so many different kinds of people and experiences, and you know, all over the world. I mean, oh boy. <laughs> It's yummy, right? I mean, if you really take a minute to just sit still and think about it 
for a second, a second, a millisecond. It's yummy. It's exciting. That realization alone is enough to change somebody's life forever, to just go, oh, my God, it's all this way because it's meant to be to give us something to experience. That's life-altering. That realization right there is just well, I love the show that you guys are doing. I read your, you know, your bio and all of that, and uh, I think it's really exciting that you're reaching out to people that might not, nobody would ever even know about them, you know, if you didn't have them on your show. I really appreciate your having me on tonight. Well, you're a joy to have. And it's our... Boom, boom, boom. Hey. Um... But it is to me. It's it's the yummy to me of hearing you know all these different people that we that, that come and we we ask them you know who are you and what do you do and 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 we get this these amazingly different stories that again are all sort of leading you know it's, we're all here walking each other home. Somebody said uh, somebody famous that wasn't famous enough for me to remember their name apparently, but. Um, <laughs> But uh, well, we know what ain't going up, then. All right. Alrighty then. Um, and it, it 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 just always gets me because we 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 such diverse folks that we have on this this cross section of people, and we, it, they all end up saying the same thing somewhere before the end of the ninety minutes, and. Uh, really, we don't we don't tie you all up and make you say it. It just comes, and um, uh, it 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 can come out of everybody's journey from right where they are, and and that's a good thing because we're all right where we're at. You know, it's just, yeah. it doesn't appear to be anything we can. I I when I was a kid, I used to watch Bewitched on TV, and I wanted to be able to wrinkle my nose and make things happen so bad <laughs> that if wanting it to happen. You know, I mean, I want to be able to winkle my nose and the vacuum cleaner just run. I thought that was the greatest thing. But, um, oh, yeah. But we're all right where we are. So it's kind of like uh, the rock climber must, you know, he's halfway up this sheer rock face. Well, you know, yeah, I'd like to be sitting in an easy chair, but this is where I am. And,. If there's going to be more easy chair, I'm going to have to get that next handhold and go from there. And yeah. and 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 there's no there there is no divine chorus somewhere going. Yeah, see, you shouldn't have started climbing up that rock. Uh-huh. The, the divine chorus is all going. You can do it. Come on, it's cool. Absolutely. And um, uh, that that realization that there is just there's just not a particle anywhere of you're not doing it right is um you know people ask me sometimes you know don't you wish you know so i took 45 years to find my way firmly on the the path on now and i really like the path i'm on now and they say well don't you wish you hadn't blah 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 and i or what were you thinking that you did and so, and I just say, well, I don't know. It was on the way here. Yeah, <laughs> you know, was, that, that is you know, so, that's, that's like asking somebody driving from you know Houston to 
to Dallas. You know, what are you doing in Madisonville? Why why would you go to Madisonville? He said, well, I don't know. It's on the way to Dallas. I did what? I don't. I wouldn't have known I was in Madisonville if he didn't bring it up. And please, everybody in Madisonville, forgive me. I just happen to know that you're about halfway there. Madison is my name. Yeah. Well, (laughs) see, it's halfway from Houston to Dallas. I didn't know there was a Madisonville. I know that. That's awesome. I'm going to have to take over there. Um, I mean, you know, inch by inch. I, I think, you know, I, I have this wonderful little show on uh, YouTube uh, called Inspiration with Sister Joy, and I just do it out of my home because I'm retired, and I figured, I, you know, sometimes I don't feel like going out, so I just stay in and do this show. But but what you're saying, that's the whole philosophy of my show is that, hey, take use what you have to get what you need. I mean, what you have, you've got a starter. You have to start with what you have. And it's all a step. Each step, each time you get to a certain place, another door will open for you. You know, but you can't figure it all out until you start. And that's the key. And it's like you said, you write where you want to be, but you had to go through all those different uh, stops along the way and detours and, and, and doors opening and some doors shutting in order to get to where you are right now, right? Yeah, and I like where I am right exactly now, so it. I must like all those things. Exactly it. Like, I mean, I I can look back on my life and say, although perhaps there are things that I wish I had not had to do that had hurt other people, that I could wish that I did not have to do them. But I can also at the same time acknowledge that every single step that I've taken, even the steps that haven't been so graceful, have led me here to doing what I do, to living the life that I live, and and you know being able to share my me with, with our listeners and with the people that we have on the show, and, and just to basically live a, a balanced, creative life. If I had done any of those things differently, would I still be sitting on this floor having this conversation tonight? I don't even want to think about that. I don't even want to allow that into my periphery. I don't want to see it out of the corner of my eye. I want to just be here on the floor in my studio doing the first show from my studio, talking to you, saying this is awesome. And so I can't regret a single thing that I've done, none of it. I can't regret it because it would – change of my now moment, and my now moment is a very happy one, and I don't want it to change. Oh, that's so powerful. And you know what, Jean, I have to say this. I admire you having written all those books. And are you an artist, too? A fine artist? Yes, I am. Oh, my Yeah, I'm, I'm an artist. Wow. Yeah. I, wow. And, and, and at some, some point, um, I'm going to tackle music. I've actually been going to sing with some ladies here, and they've had mention of some public choiring stuff. Um, so, you know, I I have been blessed enough on this crazy journey, and it's been crazy, to be able to finally be at a place in my life where I can really fully explore my creative side, and uh, I'm going to do that. I'm very much like you. I'm very much like you, Joy. And yeah, I can't do something, the same thing all the time. I have to have variety around me constantly, and so... Um, I, I'm just grateful that I live a life now where I, I have access to that. Yeah. So. Yeah, me too. I, I'm. A, I was thinking about when Rick said he's right where he wants to be. I'm right where I want to be at this time in my life as well. 
you know. And I'm like, you know, I, it's interesting to me because I, I don't regret anything that has happened in my life, the good, the bad, all of it. I'm so grateful for it and thankful for it. And I just hope that I can be uh, a blessing to others because that's really what it's all about. It's not about me or about us. It's about what we can bring through our human selves to help other people on this planet. Exactly. Yeah. It's exactly. It. Exactly. And you know that's. I like. I like Jean's uh, tack that she took in her. Uh, uh, in her third book, uh, where she said, uh, uh, "You know, this is really. I. No offense, but I'm not writing this for you. I'm writing this for me. This is my healing journey. This is how I'm getting better. And if it helps you, yeah. by default, it's by not default. my fault." It's right. Yeah, because it, it, this is about me, and uh, that's where we got our. You know, you know why aren't you guys at everyconnection dot com? Didn't you get a dot com? No, it's dot me because it's all about me. No matter which yeah. me is. We, and um, we've we've. I boy, I hate to take a break this evening because it's such a oh, yummy, expansive yeah. conversation. But, uh, but we got to do it. We've sailed right past the halfway point. And um, mm-hmm. um, let's say hi to Hawkeye in the in the chat room. We were just talking oh, about people in the chat, the chat room. Guys with us. Oh, and, um, hi, uh, But I, I think this is a. Of course, it's like it's always an appropriate time to play Earth Prayer. But uh, <laughs> is there uh, ever an inappropriate time to play Earth Prayer? Seriously, really? But we, yeah. Well, we were just talking about all those places brought me here. And uh, Earth Prayer is a song uh, done by our dear friend Nina V, who's been here with us on the show, and and uh, uh, it's a, based around this Hawaiian healing thing called Ho'oponopono, and really it's about you know whatever it is in your life that you're having a problem with is about saying you know listen I'm sorry I please forgive me I love you. <clears throat> Because all those things I thought I hated or that were wrong or that I did wrong or that I needed to fix or, boy, I wish I had never done, boy, I wish I had never done that, uh, are all things that I love now because they were all things on the way here. So it really is, in my understanding of it so far, that's the, the base message in there is, you know, gee, I'm sorry. I didn't mean to – I I didn't really see you there, and now I do, and you're just – Wonderful, and so forgive me. I, you know, would like to appreciate your yumminess, so to speak, of all these things in life that, that uh, are such awesome gifts. But this is our friend Ina V. Uh, you can find her at www.enavie.com. That's enavie.com because she does some amazing philanthropic work with the proceeds from this here very song. So we'll be back. We'll be back in just a few minutes, folks. Stay with us. Thank you. 
Welcome back, everybody. That was our friend Ina V. I always like don't want to speak right after she's she's singing. And I have to say, the best thing about having the internet problems all taken out and is really for five weeks now, I guess six weeks. Uh, Gene's been having to call the show directly because I've been on limited internet abilities because I've been in the jungles of Costa Rica. And so tonight, for the first time in like six weeks, I got to hear Gene singing. <laughs> because she and I, I, sings to the song. Yeah, and I, I want to, before we um, before we talk to Joy again, I just want to say, you know, for all the years that I've been talking about meditate and mantras and, and all these things, um, <clears throat> I have found singing a song at least once a day can bring you a great sense of connection and peace. So this song is is very powerful, so I, I highly recommend that people go and download it and and take that if, if they don't have any other practice that they can't commit themselves to, if they could just maybe try this, take the song, play it once a day, and, and sing it. Breathe it, feel it, feel feel the song as as you're singing it, and get lost in it. And that's your four minutes of meditation a day. And I think that could that song alone could be enough to change the world and make it a better place. Because <laughs> I know how it makes me feel. I know how it makes Rick feel. Um, I'm sure I know how it makes Joy feel. And so I, I sing the song. We hope anyway. It'll make you feel better. <laughs> have a song in your heart or something the thing is all these things writings and things have a song in your heart it, there's already a song in my heart it's just the, i got to get the rest of me singing <laughs> yeah. it's not beautiful. that heart it's not beautiful that, song. Not that heart. Beautiful song. isn't it yeah. um, sure. quite some quite something special mm-hmm. the um, lady who wrote that yeah. It, it's of, the gratitude of it that gets me every time. <laughs> speaking of, carry on, right? Well, speaking of, quite something. That lady that did that song, quite something. This lady that we have with us tonight. Uh, I've been really just having a blast. Like I said, I really, I, yeah, I really didn't want to. Uh, go to break, but we we have to do that, and uh, uh, and certainly made my uh, month, if not a year, with the, you know, I'm one of those that can't do the same thing for life. I got to have different. <laughs> move on to. The, well, I have. I am like that as well, and uh, that was not. Okay. Uh, that, yeah, that was not an approved m- method of living in in my household, and I was reminded of it right until the day when I said, "Stop that." And uh, uh, it, uh, I still get reminded of it. Who am I kidding? Uh, but thank was, you. I was going to correct you, but well, it, I figured was, you had that one. <laughs> it was the it was the life mode that worked. And it and worked beautifully for my father. It used to work beautifully for my father at 84 years old. And uh, But 
that doesn't mean it works on someone else. Yeah, some people can do it. <laughs> I know I never could. So it was just awesome to hear from somebody that, you know, I, from what I've seen, like where your life's at too, and that, you know, to just matter of fact, they say, look, some people are like that. I was like, ah, bless you. <clears throat> but I've been posting in our in our chat room uh, the link to your cool website, and we want to be sure we tell all of our podcast listeners that now that we talked about them so much at the beginning, uh, we always mention them at this point in the in the show because I want to be sure that they hear. And it, really, you said it. It's inspiration with Sista Joy. S i s t a. Sista. Yeah, that's it. There it is. Sista. <laughs> Sista Joy. <laughs> inspiration with Sister Joy on YouTube. But you can just go to YouTube and type in Sister Joy, and the videos will come up, the podcast. Man, do you have grandkids, Sister Joy? I just got to ask. I'm sorry, what did you say? Do you have kids and grandkids? No, I don't. You know, I... Okay, you can... You could be my honorary grandmother because you're like oh, the coolest I, grandma ever, ever. I accept. Grandma does YouTube videos. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it's funny because mostly I get older women watching them. It's so amazing. I'm like, okay, now all you um, cronies out there, <laughs> you know, we're we're old, but we're not dead yet. So, you know, we still got plenty of juice in us and we need to do something other than sitting at home watching TV for the rest of our, our days. So, anyway. <laughs> See, and we're we're sitting here thinking, you know, oh, just, um, I never have a listenership in the older audience um, just because, you know, the, but there you're proof again that pff, limits, what are these limits that you speak of? We don't do limits. Here on planet Earth, why would we do limits? Limits are a silly idea. Who invented limits? Because uh, you're doing it. Well, you're you, doing it, and that we have to cool. do something with our life. I, I don't, you know, when you hear people say uh, I'm bored, I always think to myself when I hear somebody say that you're bored because you're boring. Okay, <laughs> because if you get up and do something with your life. You wouldn't be bored. I mean, there's so many people that need help and services and things we can do. And life is wonderful. I mean, like you guys said, I mean, God, you you never meet the same person twice. I mean, there's people all over the planet that have different things that they're doing. So, I mean, doesn't make sense to me just to say, well, because I'm a certain age, it's all over now. No, it's not all over. It's another chapter. So you have to write it. That's right. It, I used to tell people all the time. It's probably why my uh, uh, I, I had a thought at one point about being, you know, doing some of this coaching thing that people do on the over the internet. It's probably why it never took off. Is um, because I'm really fond of telling people that, uh, and this is a lesson hard learned in my own life. Is why I'm fond of telling people is if you're laid out on the couch or the bed or you know you, you ain't doing nothing, just laying there. And, and and but you're praying for guidance. About the only guidance you're gonna get is get up, because 
you can't see from laying down there what it is that you want to do. So you got to get up, and because uh, it's just like that. Right. You, you know, you were saying earlier, Joy, about you, you can't see the next step till you take this one. Right. It, you, you, so okay, what's the guidance? I'm laid out on the couch. I don't know what to th- th- get up. Well, Rick, there's um, there's a uh, old uh, African proverb that says, "When you pray, move your feet." And it's so because <laughs> you know we can say, uh, "Give me a drink of water, give me a drink of water," but until we get up and go over and turn over the turn on the faucet, nothing's going to happen. And some people, I think that's one of the problems with um, with religion is that people have been taught that you know they can, all they have to do is pray, something's going to fall down out the sky and hit in the head. But it doesn't work that way. You have to be the hands and the feet and the eyes and the uh, the, the mouthpiece. You have to go after, go as far as you can, and then once you go as far as you can, then doors start to open for you. You know that's what I know about life. Oh, it's so true. It. it... And I've been telling people that we've been telling people that on the radio, and, and but I come to know it and understand it deeper all the time. This this whole Costa Rica adventure has been about that for me. I had no earthly idea what I was doing, but how did you come working to out all right? <laughs> well, George, George, we we came down here uh, on a remote. We we one of the things we'd like to do is be able to go see some of these really cool people. And and put them on the radio from where they are, and so we started with we had this opportunity to come here to Costa Rica, and so that's where we started. And my body just was dancing and singing, and I've been having some health difficulties and challenges, or whatever you want to call them. Okay. Uh, and um, uh, my body just and it doesn't. I have that science engineering show me mind, and it doesn't make any sense. I, people ask me all the time, and I, I don't, I don't know, and it wouldn't make any sense if I said it was the clean air or clean water or fresh fruit or that it just wouldn't compute. It just yeah. is, and my heart told me we were still here. We hadn't even been here a whole week, yeah. and I said I'm coming back, uh-huh. and. You know, so then people said, "Well, what are you going to do?" And I said, "I don't know." And well, where are you going to live? I don't know. And I, I would finally tell them, "I said that's next. Next is Costa Rica. The next after that, I'll I can see from here. I'll find out down there." And you know, people are like, "Man, this is a really cool house." And I'm posting pictures on Facebook and stuff. And now I have a really cool car, and I I haven't posted pictures of Quicksilver yet, but I will. And um but somebody that's been down here five years I ran into at the grocery store today was like, Oh my gosh, that's that's just in that's the best looking one of the best looking cars I've seen in a long time down here. That's perfect for down there. How did you find that? And and well that's what I was focused on. That's what where my passion was was I gotta find a place to live and I gotta find a car. Then I can, you know, relax and sort of and take a look around and find out what's really going on. So since that's what I was focused on, that's all I ever talked about. That's all I. So everybody I went to down here knew I looking for a house and a car. You know, it was oh, hey, I know where there's a house, and hey, I know where there's a car, and I expect it to continue as long as I can keep my snotty nose out of its business. 
marvelous. What a wonderful story. Now, that was in divine order for you. So far, so good. George Harvey. Yes, and, it was George. <laughs> and you mentioned marvelous story, and we touched on it earlier about your being a storyteller. And here we are. We're ten minutes from the end of the show. We haven't gotten you to tell us any stories or do any readings. You've got to come back and see us again, Joy. Tell us the story. Oh, Can you tell us the story in ten minutes? Uh, well, let's see. Um, well, I'll tell you this story. Uh, um, when I was a little girl, uh, I lived near the mountains up in the woods, you know. And I used to go, like, on top of the mountain, they had a summer, uh, they had a camp where you could go and play and, you know, playground. And one day uh, during the summer months, I wandered off into this cemetery, which my parents had told me don't ever go up there, but my brother was doing something so he wasn't watching me. And I wandered off into this little cemetery area. And it was so peaceful that I started, every time I'd go to the park, I would wander off and go up there, and I found this statue. It was of an old angel, and I would play around this grave site. Well, when uh, summer was over and fall came, and I started back to school on my first day, I was in third grade. When I went out the door to go to school, before I got there, all of a sudden these hives started, welts were like all over my body, and you know, I ran home crying, and when my mother saw me, she, it disappeared, and she said, oh, there's nothing wrong. You just don't want to go to school. Get out of here and go back to school. So I started out again, and the same thing happened again, and this time when I came home, she saw them, and she said, oh, my Lord. So she put me to bed and called the doctor. Well, to make a long story short, I got started getting a lot of weight. And I got to the point where the doctor came one evening to see me, and he told my parents that I was going to die. And I heard him tell my parents that. And so I started to cry, and my father came in the room. My father was a very deeply spiritual man. And so he pulled up a chair by my bed and started to pray for me. And he prayed out loud. He prayed all night long. And early that morning, I'll never forget it, early that morning I woke up and I looked and I saw this dark shadow come out of my body. And it went along the wall and then right out into the win- out the window and the sun came shining through. Well, I forgot about that experience until uh, maybe about, mm, I was about in my late 40s and I had come to Chicago and I took a job working in a cemetery as a sales associate. One day, um, this little lady, I never will forget her. She was beautiful. had a lot of light around her. And she came because she wanted to see the cemetery plots. So I had her in the car, and I was driving around, showing her the different, you know, places. And then she looked at me, and she said, what are you doing here? And I said, I beg your pardon? She said, what are you doing here? She said, don't you remember what happened to you as a child? She said, you must leave this place and never come again. So I left that afternoon. I never went back. But it came to me that what had happened was when I was a child evidently playing in that cemetery, a bad spirit had entered my body and would have taken my life if it had not been for my father for me. And what came to me 
was the verse in the Bible that said, prayers of a righteous man availeth much, and it saved my life. Wow. So that was Joy's that, answer to can you tell us a story in ten minutes? It only seems to have taken four. Yeah. Well, I was trying to rush through it, you know. But um Oh no, it's a true story and I, I, I um it, it it helped me to it helped me to realize the power of prayer because our prayers our prayers really call when we when we pray we call down the light we call down the power of light whether you're singing like you said uh, uh, um, uh, Jean was singing that song that's a prayer mm-hmm. our thoughts are prayers there's a song I, I'm just going to sing it very quickly for you it goes like this our thoughts are prayers and we are always praying our thoughts are prayers. Be careful what you're saying. Seek a higher consciousness, a state of peacefulness, and know that God is always there, and every thought becomes a prayer. Amen. Oh, I like that. I'm going to play that back tomorrow so I can learn that. Wonderful. Yeah. I want to thank you all so much for this opportunity. I really enjoy, I really enjoyed meeting the two of you. Oh, it's been it, wonderful. It, it's been absolutely my pleasure, Joy. I just humbly thank you for everything that you represent. And you too. And Rick, and you guys keep on going with your great work. You're doing great work. Oh well, thank you. It's uh, it's a passion. What can you say? It's a it's a hard calling to. It's just talk. It's just a bunch of talk. Oh yeah. wait, I, so my Texas accent comes out when I say silly <laughs> things like that. <laughs> but uh. uh it, I I hope that uh, you know somebody hears something from one of our stories, any of our many stories. We've been three hundred some hours of stories um, that uh, that might be of a little a little comfort or a little help to them on on, on the journey because I know there's some rough patches in there and. Uh, uh, and there have been some rough patches since uh, since all this stuff started, but you know I got my sister Jean up there that she's uh, again people she's from Canada I'm from Texas we're not genetically related in the earthly sense but she's my sister sure enough and uh, and and we're all taking you on as grandma so there all you go. Right. oh all right you know I it can't it. It comes to me, and I'm, I'm going to share it on the air, but I, that's only because I'm feeling that I can. But a second ago, I was kind of had to be quiet. I had some tears in my eyes. Um, Joy, we have a couple minutes. 
I'll explain quickly. Um, my greatest inspiration, my greatest um, champion, my greatest influence, my greatest everything, um, greatest teacher of unconditional love, greatest giver of wisdom was my grandmother, who was an artist and who passed on before I got to do all of this stuff. She never got to see me write the book. She never got to see me do the radio show. She never got to see me pick up a paintbrush again. I hadn't done that since I was a child, and I didn't do it until after she passed. Um, So, you know, um, it comes to me on the night when I'm doing the show in the studio. The last thing my grandmother ever said to me was, I'm proud of you. Yet, that was before her. She saw everything, you know what I mean? So something in me wanted confirmation that she's watching, she can see, she knows, and she's proud. And I think that me being in this room tonight with you, that would be really a physical, living, breathing representation of the energy that my grandmother represented, um, for you to say keep going is... We're good. I don't need anything more. Yeah, we're good. So so thank you for that, too. Speaking of good, we have more good coming. Yes? Yes. Oh, yeah, Yeah. we do. Right, guests. We have people, yes, calendar guests. guests. We have new... Guests. Well, we have have a doctor tomorrow. Doctor, doctor. Right. Doctor, doctor. <laughs> um, I'm working on it. I'm getting the calendar up. I'm sorry. I was Doctor, overcome. I find joy to be a very oh, comforting yeah, me presence. Me too. And I, well, so it's, well, it's 7.29. I usually start this where's the calendar thing a little bit earlier than that. And, I know. Uh, you know, I mean, i keep just, her all night if I could. Uh, <laughs> Got to come back. Got to have her back. So oh, that's I hope just so. And I, you, you all have been a blessing to me, I, I must say. This oh, is well, the first radio show I've done in I don't know how many years. And I was a little nervous, but you put me at ease. And I, I just love your light and your, your energy. I can feel your wonderful energy. And, Jean, your grandmother is aware of what you're doing. She's watching you, and she's very, very proud. She's very proud. And you just keep on, keep on, keep on. Okay. And I, I know that now. I know that now, Joy, thanks to you being here tonight so thank you for that All right, um, so my we'll, battery on my computer is running down like really fast you don't have <laughs> so a plug in that room yet so uh, Dr. Gary Michael Vasey will be with us tomorrow and I'll know how to pronounce that probably tomorrow and, um, <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> and, and he's an author and uh, he's done quite a few things from the UK that's in the Czech Republic so that'll be 10 a.m. Eastern tomorrow and uh, then our usual Thursday evening show, we have Olive Noseworthy, who is a uh, spiritual health consultant in Canada, psychic medium, and uh, uh, so that's going to be fun too. And then uh, you know we have, well, the calendar is is filled out into October, so y'all hang around, stay with us. We really appreciate your support. It's uh, tremendous fun, and glad that you're with us. So, absolutely. Join us tomorrow morning. And until then, to our mother, to each other, and especially to yourselves, to your I am. Stay connected. Not everybody.
We hope you'll join us again next time. Until then, visit our website at everydayconnection.me. And please like our Facebook page at facebook.com forward slash everydayconnection. Think you might miss an episode? No problem. Subscribe to our show on iTunes by searching for Everyday Connection Radio. Subscriptions are free, just like your Everyday Connection. selection of diamonds at Jared and our price match guarantee you can dare to stop searching and find the perfect diamond at a price you'll love visit your local Jared store today and dare to be devoted we promise to match any price on a like loose certified diamond of the same quality from any other jewelry retailer see jared.com slash price match for details so you're ready to ask the biggest question of your life the only question before that question how do you find the perfect ring to ask it with With the incredible selection of diamonds at Jared and our price match guarantee, you can dare to stop searching and find the perfect diamond at a price you'll love. Visit your local Jared store today and dare to be devoted. We promise to match any price on a like loose certified diamond of the same quality from any other jewelry retailer. See jared.com slash price match for details.